Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there are called good. The old Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Oh, now happy. Check my phone. Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Dusty out for one more day. Rusty out today. He wanted to take the extended break. Will Ortner with me behind the glass on the ones and twos. I hope all of you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. Everybody made it back home safe and sound. You had a great New Year's vacation and that uh, you got to enjoy yesterday off. For all of you that had to go back to work tomorrow, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why we don't have the New Year's Day national holiday? I will never understand. The entirety of the country is up until midnight. And the vast majority of people are probably drinking. Who in their right mind is sitting there thinking, you know what's a good idea? We should work. We should work the next day. How is it not a federal holiday? Are you talking about, uh, like, today? No, I'm talking about yesterday. Is it not a national? No. What? No, it's not a federal holiday. I mean, it's a bank holiday. But I know, I know a ton of people had to work yesterday. It was like teachers don't work. Yeah, but teacher, yeah, teachers don't. I mean, if there's a day. Well, look, look, I, look, teachers, don't get mad at me. I love you. You work very, very hard. But if there's you. a day that has a day at the end of it, you, you get it off. No, they work on flag day. Do they? They work on, uh, yeah. Do they? Big, big flag day workers. Mm. I think, right? Flag day's in September. Pretty sure they work on mm. flag day. Yeah, no, I mean, look, you're right. I just, I right now, you are teaching me something that I've never learned before. I did not know that it wasn't a federal holiday. Dude, like, I, I, I had no idea that people had to work on the first, other than, like, me, because there was a duck game. Yeah, it's, there are people that are out there, left, right, and center, that had to work yesterday. Because I, it was weird, because I went out and ran some errands yesterday, and I was like, why is there so much traffic? But people were actually, it's like, I don't know. The other one is Super Bowl. The day after the Super Bowl. Why do we not have the day after the Super Bowl off? Well, aren't we going to soon? 
Isn't it going to be Are the President's getting... Day weekend? Isn't well, I mean, that what's coming down the pipeline? Yeah, but I mean, moving it around so that it fits that isn't the same. It's not. If you if you look at like um, the World Cup, the final in yeah. other countries, yeah, they're getting the day off, day off after. I believe that we should have the day off after the World Cup too. We are a soccer playing nation. Hey, you know what? No world, doubt about it. World Juniors. If mm. uh, the U.S. under twenty team wins the World Juniors for hockey, I think we should have that day off too. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm a big day off guy. Look, I, I love me a good day off. Everyone deserves a good like. Everyone deserves a good day off, like in the middle of the week. Like, aren't there a lot of uh like Spanish speaking countries that do uh they don't like have the day off but they'll they'll go to work and then at lunch everyone goes back home. Oh siestas. And then yeah. they take a nap and, and then they go you, back or, or you to take work, a long lunch. Or they go to school mm-hmm. and then they get a day off and then they party at night. Go to Spain. Isn't that kind of like Yeah. yeah. Why don't Spain. we do that Spain, here? Spain is very much a, a a big fan of the long lunch. Not only yeah. that, wine or sangria at lunch. Well, eh, I'm I'm not drinking at lunch. You, I need to have a reason to drink. I'm not going to drink and then go back to work. That's a bad idea. I had to make up reasons to drink all the tequila Dusty has given me. Oh, really? Well, I mean, it was the holidays. You have to drink during those days. Yeah, I don't, yeah it's like a, literally a requirement. I I I don't. It's actually I have I have alcohol here. Do you? Yeah, you want to see it? What do you, what are we working with? Oh, the, uh, the great the, Jason Swigart yeah, saw, got me a, a Christmas gift from the island. So, so Sprague is a dirt bag and left his behind, huh? Oh, is there one I, left? I've behind? got, I've, I've got a bag here from an ABC store, which I knew immediately oh. was Hawaii. Oh, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, ah, text line is saying that the New Year's Day is a federal holiday. I, you guys know what I mean when I say federal holiday, in the sense of like everybody has it off, like Christmas doesn't make any sense. See, okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was a federal holiday. It is a federal holiday. It's a it's an air quotes federal holiday. So what makes it an air quotes federal holiday? Because no not everybody has it off. Thing. Yeah, but not everyone has Christmas off. I work Christmas Eve. No, everyone has Christmas off. That's not true. Brother. You can go to a gas station. There that's, will be something look, open. Number one, that's demonstrable at best. But beyond that, no. 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 Everyone has Christmas off. With the exception of the, oh, they play basketball and football on Christmas. Yeah, and we're, come yeah. on. I mean, I work New Year's Day, mm-hmm. but that's because the Ducks football. Again, sports notwithstanding. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? The There, there are office workers, the regular nine-to-fivers, as it were, that have to come into the office on, on New Year's Day. Well, that's the same thing as, like, coming in on the 20th. I know, because I was tormenting. A couple of my friends who had to work yesterday, who were very much struggling uh, from the night before, and I'm like, "Why did you not take the day off?" I'm like, well, we thought we got it off, but we didn't look. Oops, that's also bad on your boss because if you decide mm-hmm. to have people come in, you're just admitting that no one is going to do work. Oh, you're 100 percent paying people to not work. Like, why would you? I mean, honestly, the week leading up to Christmas, you're also paying people to not it's work. It's the same thing with yeah. It's yeah. no one comes in it's on the, the least. It's the Everybody talks about the NCAA tournament and how the, the uh, productivity hours lost, blah, 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 because of the NCAA tournament. Right. The week leading up to Christmas is significantly more detrimental to your company than the NCAA tournament. Yeah, just just take it off. Unless, like, it's a restaurant or something. I feel like you get a bunch of money if you have a restaurant. Like, during the Christmas time, 
the holiday time, everyone wants to go out. Everyone wants to go out with family, I feel like. Or, like, in my family, we all go to, like, someone's house. But we have a lot of, like, we'll go and buy cinnamon rolls or, what, you know, whatever from a cinnamon roll store. Or we'll go buy... A cinnamon roll store. I don't know if I can actually say the name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm learning that we probably shouldn't say the name. The free advertisements, yes. Right. There I'm not. Go. No free advertisements. I, I, I like what you went there, though, with the cinnamon roll store. store. Yeah, yeah. No one will ever figure out what that store mm. is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we'll go buy food, and then we might cook it at home, or it'll be pre-made, and then heat up in the oven, whatever. So I feel like if you're a restaurant, now's the time to work. Like, if I'm a, a waiter or a waitress or something in, you know, the hospitality uh, district or industry, I want to work. If I'm at like a hotel, I want to work because I feel like you get a bunch of work and you're going to be more likely to get tips and stuff like that. Sure. I'll give you that. I'm mostly just crying on behalf of my, my brethren who uh, had to work yesterday. What does he do? He's office guy. Analyst. Business analyst. Was he analyzing a new job? Yeah. That's what I'd be doing. He makes a dump truck full of money. So... Oh, well, now I feel less bad. You're yeah. certain to, the more you tell about uh, about your buddy here, uh, it makes me it makes me feel like I feel for Russell Wilson. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I was, like, again, like I said, I was trolling him yesterday because mm-hmm. he had to work. And he's like, why aren't you working today? I'm like, because it's New Year's. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I genuinely do feel bad yeah. that he had to work. But, but I also, also you don't. don't feel yeah. bad at all because you make good 100%. money. Same thing, like, I came in here the other day. I was shocked. Cowherd was on. He, he he was there on the first. Yeah, wow. Cowherd and McIntyre. That's surprising considering that. Well, he did take like three weeks off. He's also in the lead-in to the games, so that kind of makes sense. Mm. But no, no, dude. Sports were awesome yesterday. Sports were awesome this weekend, and we will sports very, very, very hard. Is there a better sports weekend, or I should say, better sports week than the Christmas to New Year's week? No, unless you like. No, unless there's a bunch of really good games in that week where you have all four sports. Going. That's exactly it. It's it's basically from my birthday, October 18th, to like right. October 25th. Right, but like that's that's the other that those those to me are the two best weeks in sports. 100 percent, because in that week everyone's playing, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good week because you could have blowouts in the baseball games or you know hockey and NBA. It's so early in their seasons where it's like. Meh. But they're also starting. Right. Like, that's right. like, hey, basketball's back. Hey, hockey's back. Yeah, if you're a Detroit Baseball's Pistons running. fan, you're like, hey, we're over 500. Hey, 2-1 cool. to start the season. We're, we're very good. And we will talk about that. The Pistons got a win. Then they got the crap kicked out of them. Right. But <laughs> I feel like this last week, from like the 25th of December until the 1st of January, it equates to it's always a good week no matter what because everyone has that time, for the most part, off. Or your workload is much lighter, I feel like. On the other uh, New Year's note, and I guess this is, this, is, this is a good one for the text line, Vancouver, Vancouver 4 text line, all text the fan or via the Vancouver 4 text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver 4. They treat you right before, during, and after sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. 503-864-6326. Are you pro or anti-resolution? Or, are you, or the new one, the ins and outs. Have you seen this? No, what's ins and outs? So instead of resolutions, my New Year's resolution is X, it's the ins are the things you're going to do and the outs are the things you're going to get rid of. So the ins are I'm going to work out, uh, the outs are I'm going to stop eating bad. 
This sounds it's like a new, a, it's a new age take that's on a resolutions. Dumb TikTok thing. It you're not that's wrong. Such a dumb TikTok I, thing. I, I saw it on social media. Tra- Yo, it 100. It's it my is. generation. 30 and under, and I went, "What is this crap?" Yeah, and look, man, I come on here and I defend the youth many times, and I and I will continue to defend the youth. However, my generation, we do a lot of really dumb things. That's one of them. It's just a New Year's resolution: be a normal person and pretend like you're going to set one, and then never set one. No one actually adheres to their New Year's resolutions. I bet you if you took 100 people that made a New Year's resolution, what, 95 of those people would not follow through? So what my generation now is trying to do is ins and outs. Well, it's, because it's not a resolution, you could just be like, well, in now is the gym. Well, I went to the gym, you know, for a month or two. And then after that, like, instead of going to the gym, I take a bunch of walks out, bad food, right? Well, I eat bad food every once in a while, but I observe like the 80-20. So like technically I'm following through on my New Year's resolution. That's stupid. Just be just when you have something that you don't want in your life, just get rid of it. You don't have to tell everyone on Twitter or on TikTok or on Instagram or whatever. If I want to be skinnier, I'm going to do two or three things in my own personal life. And then just wait until someone notices, like, hey, dude, you're, you're looking a lot better than you used to. That's for me. Like, ins and outs is stupid. New Year's resolutions are stupid. I don't want to see your New Year's resolution or your ins and outs on X. I don't want to see them on Instagram. I do not care. I don't need a daily update on what you're doing to improve your life. Just do it. And everyone else will notice. Okay. I started my quasi one. So I... Because of all the injuries I've had, I've, I've been limited a ton the last two months. And it has been a, I've, I've talked about it here, it has been a miserable hellscape. Um, not being really able to, not even green light to do anything. I've basically had to just chill uh, while stuff is healed up, unfortunately. Uh, but I've had the green light now as of last week. I can actually go do stuff again. And the one thing I realized, and I, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is for just just general understanding what you can and can't do anymore and also what you can and can't control. So when I come in here, so for those that don't know, when I come in here and, and, and do blazer games the same day, I get in here about 11 o'clock and I'm at Moda until about 1130 midnight. So I'm gone for like 12 hours. There's no, there's no trying to work out <laughs> in between there. That's just not how that works. But because I'm up so late, I usually sleep in a little bit. So what I've now decided to do is that when I, I'm going to find some way, because it's hard to fall asleep when I get home because I'm amped up and right. I've got a million mm-hmm. things racing through my mm-hmm. head, I'm going to try to get to bed as quick as I can and then make sure I get up as early as I can. Because I can control get when I get up and then go to the gym. So I'm, instead of going, I, I used to work out when I got home and mm-hmm. when the non-blazer season. Right. What I'm now doing is I'm now going to the gym before I come in here. Smart. So I can get stanky, but I can be like Souk. Just come in here. There's just a all shower. Kinds. There is a shower here, and there's a shower at my gym as well. So um, you can shower. Yeah, it'll be okay. Um, the other thing I, I did, and I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I'm tanning too. Gotta get, gotta, gotta get the. Gotta, listen, like I know. In a I know tanning bed. A booth. In a booth. Oh yeah, it's real nice. Oh okay. I was gonna say, don't spray tan, or else um, I've your toilet that. seat will turn red. Now nah, see, see, you're you're doing it wrong. You gotta let. I didn't do you it. Got, who did it? I am not going to name them. No, Altham now. I will not. Altham now. They were a roommate mm. of a of a girl that I used to mm. see. I I did the spray. Listen, folks. I'll tell you flat out. 
when I was doing Outsiders, I absolutely spray tanned. Why? Because tan fat looks way better than pasty white fat. And when you've got those bonk power lights on you the whole time, adding a little color, it's not a bad move. It just it is what it is. Uh, he was like, oh, that's shallow. That's dumb. I can't believe you did that. Try being on TV for a couple hours a day, six months out of the year. You do what you can to, to get there. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm just I'm, 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 I'm doing the resolution stuff in the sense of, like, I'm trying to take back control of my life because physically I've just been so beat up. No more eating out. Everything I'm trying to do is I'm cooking something for every meal. There you like go. I, mm-hmm. I, I took the food delivery apps off my phone. Good. Yeah. Now they so, can't steal from you. They anymore. can't steal from me anymore. But like the, those are the those are the things that I like. It's not a resolution as much as just a change. And I just use this date as like okay, this is the date I'm going to do it because trying to do it during the holidays was like yeah right right. You're not going to do this. It. Is not happening right. But I see and I appreciate that though because you're not going out and I don't see it all over the place. There's no like I have to keep a video to keep myself accountable. The video isn't to keep yourself accountable. The video is so that other people see it and then go, wow, you're doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Just make the changes. Yeah. And you're not going to be perfect, right? There's, no. You're and allowing yourself to have that is, yes. the, is the hardest thing. I beat myself up to, I mean, I beat myself to death over that stuff. But then that just leads to it snowballing. Yeah, and, and then it spirals down. And, 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 and then you're like, then you're, where are you? Right. Well, it's so. like, yeah, it sucks to get up early. But after doing it for probably two or three weeks, you're going to get so used to it that it's just what you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it is better. I also think it means more when you do make those changes and you don't go out and every single day post about it on Twitter or on Instagram. People well, I mean, a big ch- what's hilariously, the big change of this is, is a picture came up on Facebook. Right. From well, three years ago. But the thing is, is people will see that and you, they'll go, hey, you know what? This person is looking better today. What's and funny they'll is- go up to you and say you're looking better. And then guess what? It feels better. Well, what's funny is our our boss Kim. She's fantastic. She mm-hmm. saw me the other day uh, right before we left for for the the break, and uh, she says, "Hey, you look like you're losing weight." And I'm like, "That's uh, that's funny." She's like, "Whoa, what's up?" I'm like, "I'm the fattest I've ever been." She's like, "Oh, it must be all the black you're wearing." <laughs> <laughs> it's slimming. It, uh, look, yes, there's a reason why the fat guy wears all black. What am I wearing today, ladies and gentlemen? Slimming. All black. All black. <laughs> You're not emo. I'm not out here. No, I'm not emo. I'm not wearing eyeliner. I'm just fat. That's that's what's going on here. I'm trying to slim it up a little bit. And hilariously, the 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 hoodie that I'm wearing right now is a, a Blazers hoodie that I had uh, a kid run into me with ice cream at the Blazers game last week into my Jordan brand sweater and nastied it up. And I tried rinsing it out like crazy. Mm-hmm. It just was, wasn't happening. And so I'm like, okay, I have two choices. I can be the media member wearing Blazers team gear, which looks a little bit funny, but because I did the pre and post game show for years, like it kind of makes sense. I yeah. kind of can get away with it, eh. right, right, right. But or be the dirt bag with this giant stain on his sweater, and I was like, <sighs> screw it, team gear. So I went up to the store, bought a hoodie to throw on for the night. And hilariously, this is the same one that they, the team ended up wearing that night. So I look like I worked for the wow. team as I'm coming out. The only like, thing that would have been better is if you would have worn like the full getup. Like you found like a Scoot Henderson oh, I, I jersey. Have, well, no, but I ha- but I mean I had the pants for shorts. this. I have the pants for this. Like Dude, that's fantastic. It's the Nike Dry Fit one. Um, unfortunately, I shouldn't say it's the exact team one. This is the the Dry Fit hoodie. They have a the, the team issued only tech fleece version of this, and I want one so bad. 
So, so bad. Those tech fixes are dope as hell. Shout out to everybody on the Vancouver Ford text line. We appreciate you. Uh, did you also go... Oh, I'm sorry. This, that was your response, Will. Uh, you had your your note about going to the um, the meat store. The, no, 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 to going to the cinnamon roll store. And then did, there's yeah. a uh, texture on here. I love our family tradition of going to the cinnamon roll store and then stopping at the coffee shop on the way home. And your response is also going to the meat store. D- Someone in my yeah. family went to the meat store because I had some pretty good prime rib can't, on Christmas. Listen, prime rib also, stop. There's, there's two things. There's two good choices for Christmas, prime rib and ham. Yeah. Don't the other ones no, the other holidays. Prime rib and ham they shine on Christmas. Those are their days. Yes. And, and I don't care if I get ham or prime rib. I just like one. And I will go to the meat store if I have to and buy it myself. Uh unrelated. I went to the grocery store the other day. Meat go, store. Grocery store. No, meat, gro- no is, meat store. No, this is the grocery store. That's I only buy meat. It's at the meat store. Uh see I bought veggies too. I bought some arugula. I love arugula. Uh but they have hams on sale for like eighty six cents a pound. I was like do I want a 14-pound ham? Yes, I do. Can I fit this in my fridge? It was good until March, and I'm like, that's a lot of ham sandwiches. Yeah, see, I can't I can't fit a ham like that in my fridge. I mean, it's it's a there's too it's much, a ham. There's too much beer in my fridge. Not a, not a problem I have. I I'll have to take a picture. It it's a 20-year-old's fridge. Uh, it is like Half beer. Eh, all right. Well, we do have a lot to get to. Uh, I, we managed to avoid sports uh, so far, and we went unbelievably late. What we will do is dive into uh, Liberty Bibberty Ducks. Look, we're going to give it the credit because it's local. It's Ducks. I know you, you guys are all uh, want to celebrate that win, but we're going to hit it. And we're going to get it out. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Out of the way because it was the least important, least effective, least fun game to watch of the games yesterday. And we had two absolutely phenomenal college football playoff game. So we'll get hit Liberty and Ducks, get it out of the way, and then we will dive into the college football playoff games where we will spend a vast majority of the show. Come up here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the fan. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Oregon man is one of four people facing charges in connection to buying and selling over a million dollars worth of dinosaur bones. Oh, yeah, this is a is that illegal to sell dinosaur bones. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. No. Well, I'm guessing they were stolen from somewhere because no one yeah. really happens upon dinosaur bones. Do they? Speak for Anymore. yourself. If, oh, you have? I don't know. But if I find like a brontosaurus femur, I can't sell that. The home of Prime Time with Isaac and Sue, weekdays three to seven, 1080 The Fan. Now, here's a quick look at Portland traffic. Get a little bit of slow traffic on the eastbound Sunset Highway as you head around the zoo through the tunnel onto 405. No accidents or stalls blocking, though. That's good news. A little bit of sluggish traffic, I-5, both directions, headed to the Moda Center. That's traffic. I'm David Bruce. This traffic report brought to you by... 
Mr. Plywood. Tired of looking to the big box store for your building material needs? Mr. Plywood has been serving the greater Portland area for over 50 years. Delivery service, custom cutting, and special orders available. Located at 7609 Southeast Start or find them online at mrplywoodinc.com. X-Golf is the home of indoor golf. There's X-Golf to Wallaton, X-Golf Vancouver, and coming soon, X-Golf Beaverton, the world's most advanced golf simulators in a great sports bar atmosphere. Host your event or party at X-Golf. Rent one bay, a few bays, or rent the whole place. It's a fun and unique way to entertain clients and friends. Download the X-Golf app. It'll keep your stats and handicap, and you can even make a tee time straight from the app. Log on to xgolfpnw.com for all the details. Many people don't know that vehicles repaired at insurance discount body shops have a shoddy or unsafe repair record up to 90%. Your insurance company owes you the cost to re-repair the bad repairs at shops they recommend. Did you know Lace is the largest re-repair body shop in the Northwest? If you use an insurance recommended body shop, call us and get it inspected. Your safety and your vehicle's trading value may be seriously compromised. Another reason we never got in bed with insurers. Lace always on your side. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Give your business a head start in 2024. Get started with fast beats and advanced security for $49.99 a month for 12 months with a two-year agreement. Call or go online to switch today. Ends 221-24. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 50 megabits per second internet and security edge. Eco bill and auto pay required. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. Prepaid card offer requires premium internet. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. You can register it as, as, as Big Will Betts here has told me this morning, thank God the Liberty jokes are done. Liberty, 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 Liberty. They went down 45-6 to to the Oregon Ducks right here on 1080 The Fan. Uh, in unglorious fashion, they had uh, a decent start to the game, getting out to a little 6-3 uh, six, six, lead. They were in the game. No, they weren't. <laughs> then Oregon rattled off 28 in the second quarter. 28, is that good? Uh, I'd say it's pretty good, especially since neither Alabama or Michigan could score 28. Yikes. I'd say 28 in one quarter is pretty darn good. Look, Liberty had a really good first 10 script. They came out and gave Oregon their best punch, and they went all the way down and scored. And everyone should be excited about that. Good for Liberty. But there was a team that had better coaches, better players, 
better talent, better execution, and honestly, their backups were more talented than Liberty's guys. Their backups executed at a higher level. Oregon was going to go in and dominate this team, and everyone knew they were going to. And I feel like Oregon wanted to send a message to everyone of like, hey, this year didn't end the way we wanted it to, but this is the culture that we have. We have a culture where when our guys are going to enter the NFL draft, they still stick around and play in these games so that they can show the young, younger players, the next generation, where they need to build. Oregon beat the tar out of Liberty. It, it was unfortunate that they couldn't have played a better team in in that same bowl game, right? Yeah, and then you know that that's the thing is you know could you have gotten Oregon Georgia? Could you have gotten Oregon Penn State? Could you have gotten Oregon Missouri? Could you have gotten literally any of the other matchups from six through ten? That's you know that's the question. Oregon obviously uh, number eight heading into the bowl series. What's interesting here is Oregon starts out field goal punt and then they go six straight drives on touchdowns, and it wasn't the the methodical Oregon. They have two drives of three minutes or more, and then it's just. Down the field and score, down the field and score, down the field and score, down the field and score. And this game, I mean, I turned it on. I'll be blunt. I turned it on for about 15 seconds. It just, you knew what it was right out of the gate. Yeah. And well, I and I, I had to save my energy for what was coming. <laughs> well, and that, and that was a smart move. But what you saw from this Oregon team is what you saw all year long. And And I do think a positive that you have to take away from this game, if you are an Oregon fan, your team does not play down to their opponent. Now, it might be this year specifically, but whenever you played an inferior opponent, you treated them like an inferior opponent, and you beat the brakes off of them, and that's something to be positive about. It is, and the other thing to be positive about is you got to see Bo Nix play one more time, and after the game, Bo Nix got to, got to address the media. Oh, it's meant the world. Um, you know, it's just such a, op- a great opportunity for me to be able to come out here and play with such an incredible team and, you know, the coaches that we have and the year that we had, you know, I felt it'd be only right that I come out here and play one more time. You know, I couldn't wait for this game uh, to get out here and to play one more time. You know, um, I think it just summed everything up, um, you know, with my college career and, uh, you know, I wouldn't have been here without those guys. So it was the least I could do to show my appreciation. That's the cool thing is that you did get to see Bo Nix go out there and, and absolutely ball out. I mean, he, he put on an absolute show. Finishes the game 28-35, 363 yards, five touchdowns. And with that game, gets his completion percentage back up to have the single-season record. I mean, you know that's why he – it's not the only reason why he came out because he doesn't seem to be a guy who cares about records. But you know the last drive or two? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they were doing. They were trying. They we, were trying. Look, they were trying to get it, dude. Well, it's Which is fine. It, it's and, fine. And I, I actually it's love fine. it because it shows that you're willing to do things for your players. It's the same thing as like in the NFL uh, a couple of years ago. Seattle had a a third or fourth wide receiver, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I remember there was like a minute left in the game. They're up. 20 points on Arizona, they call a pass play specifically so they could get throw the ball to him so he could get his bonus. Did you see the Gronk one with the with the with the uh uh Bucks two years ago? Right. Yeah, where Gronk's like, hey Tom, 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 Tom. What, Gronk? I need one more. What do you mean you need one more? I need one more for my for my for my uh contract. Need one more. All right. And they literally he hits him and he's thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Million dollar bonus. And, but that's perfect, right? <laughs> and and if I'm a player and I see Oregon doing that for Bo Nix, I might be more likely to go to Oregon because they might do the same thing for me. 
It's little things. Yes. It's little things that matter. Uh, Oregon finishes the season uh, with 12 wins, 12-2. and two. Uh, I would imagine that in the final poll, when this is all said and done, Oregon's going to be top five. They're probably going to be top four. Depending on who wins between Michigan and Washington, that, that'll be one, two. Georgia will be three. There's a, there's a pretty solid chance Oregon finishes four. You think that they'll have them move above? I I think they should move above Alabama, but you think they'll have them move above but Texas? Texas? That's the question: is do where do they end up there? We'll 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 talk about. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this one, Will. Which one? Which game do you want to hit first? Do you want to hit Michigan, Alabama, or you want to hit Washington, Texas? I think we should start with the Rose Bowl. It's the granddaddy of them all. all. Right. It deserves its proper due. All right, and that's where we will start. We will start with the Rose Bowl coming up here next. But first, here's the app and 1080 the fan. The granddaddy of them all lived up to the hype as Michigan takes on Alabama to overtime, 27-20. The Michigan Wolverines defeating the Alabama Crimson Tide in what was a game that didn't feel that close. Final score is one score. Michigan dominated this game in every facet. It It was an incredibly strange thing to see as the Alabama Crimson Tide got the crap kicked out of them on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball for 50 minutes. I was impressed with the defensive game plan from Michigan's coaching staff. I mean, it seemed like almost every play, someone was coming free either by design or from one of their D linemen winning a one-on-one matchup and getting to Milrow. And the thing that they don't makes, blitz often, right. but when they do, they come. They, they got come home, free. man. And ev- but every single time, it wasn't some crazy drawn up. Hey, we have to have a stunt here, so our our D tackle is going to take out the offensive tackle. So the DN wraps around and then firing through on the fire zone is the linebacker. A lot of delays. What they did a great job of knowing. Hey, Milro is going to see the picture in front mm-hmm. of him, and then he's just going to play according to that picture, not realizing that at the snap of the ball the picture changed mm-hmm. and Michigan had the speed at the linebacker position to get to Milrow before he could get the ball away. But the defensive line did a great job too, of staying in their pass rush yep. lanes. There was never a moment where Michigan got outside of their pass rush lanes. Milrow then would be able to, you know, make one man miss. If he makes one man miss, then he's running all over this. He team. really only had one big run. He had the 18 yarder. 20... And they were all designed runs. Yeah. Though. 21 carries for 63 yards. Right. They kept him in check, and he couldn't drive the ball down the field at all. No, at, no. At all. 16 of 23. You like the completion, but it was four yards. Right. Four yards at a time, four yards at a time, four yards at a time. A lot of swings, a lot of bubbles. He averaged five yards per, per throw. I mean, that's it's that's not going to get it done. And look, part, this isn't me completely completely dumping on Milrow, but I'm leaning towards siding with Bill O'Brien a little bit more after this game. Uh, I was not a Milrow guy coming into this game. Uh, his inability to be consistent with his arm is great in that a dynamic and athlete as he is. And he does have an absolute cannon, but his consistency is just nowhere near where it needs to be. And this game felt very reminiscent of the Michigan-Ohio State game where uh, there was a uh, the on Twitter, there was a uh, college football message boards. Mm-hmm. Great account to follow because you just get unhinged fans. And there was an Ohio State fan after the game that said something along the lines of, uh, Michigan really didn't do anything special. It just sat around, ran the ball, and waited for us to screw up. And that's really what they did in this game. 
It's I mean, a smart. It's a smart tactic because you've got the ability to dictate. Yeah. I mean, defensively, my goodness, six sacks, ten tackles for loss, sixteen negative yardage plays. Are you kidding? Right. And that's going up against an Alabama team. Think about it. We used to talk about Alabama when they would win all their national titles. Was Dominating of the trenches. Dominant offense yeah. and defensive lines. And now you're seeing what happens when Michigan catches up. A lot of people were dogging on Jim Harbaugh early on in his career at Michigan because it was, well, Michigan can never win the big game. Michigan can never win the big game. What Harbaugh was doing was he was slowly building mm-hmm. this type of team he had to go in and get guys out of high school because back when he first took the job at michigan transfer portal wasn't the way it is but i think this also shows that a a style like what dion's doing at colorado doesn't work long term now don't get me wrong you can go into the portal and go get a good wide receiver you can go get a good quarterback you can go get those types of game changers but when you want to build an offensive line a group that is built not just on skill level. And they were missing their best offensive linemen. But largely, it's built on chemistry yeah. and trust. Which is it's kind of insane because Zinter being out with a spinal yes. fracture in his leg, which, oof. It's a huge loss for them. But it almost, And they're still, it shows the depth. It and, felt like they didn't skip a beat. No. It didn't skip a beat and at And the thing all. is, you look at Michigan's offensive production, right? They, they, they get, uh, what, 350 total yards of offense, 130 on the ground, 200, 220 in the air. And number one, that's a, it's a testament to Alabama's defense. It's, it's good. But Michigan's offense, I think because of number one, they played in the Big Ten and they didn't play against any offense that they had to really do anything with. With the, the four Pac-12 teams, and I've said this over and over again, going to the Big Ten next year, I think there's going to be a shock to the system of the Big Ten of, oh, quarterback play can be really good. Because the quarterback play in the Big Ten has sucked. It's, and I see I keep seeing like the the whole J.J. McCarthy is, is ahead of Michael Penix and draft board, blah, blah. J.J. McCarthy is not a better quarterback than Michael Penix. He's younger. He's healthier. He has, air quotes, more potential. But McCarthy has not done anything this year that goes, oh, my God, wow. The most impressive thing he did this weekend was throw a ball so well that even when it got tipped, the spiral held. That's, yeah. still, that's still insane to me. That, like, that Alabama defensive lineman, was that, was that Dallas Turner that got his hand I on the ball? I believe so. He jumps up, ball hits and his he, hands. And, I mean, he got a big old chunk of it, and it – slows it down but the spiral holds right. <laughs> i was like oh and honestly i th- looking at what mccarthy saw the picture that he saw because it looked, looked looked like he had the post on the, on the back side mm-hmm. if he throws the ball as well as i think he's throwing it i think he hits the touchdown right away mm-hmm. they ultimately get it out of, out of the play but uh roman wilson makes a incredible adjustment on the ball right. and, and keeping that drive going and then obviously forcing the the overtime right. was one of those things where like Michigan all day long shot themselves in the foot over they, and they over should have, and over. They should have been up probably seven or fourteen going into halftime, not three. Yes, or four, whatever it was. And you're two for eleven on third down conversions. Again, hat tip to Alabama's defense, but you played very conservatively in the sense of again, Michigan was like, all right, bet. See, Michigan, bet. Eh, eh. Mm. They decided we're just not going to make mistakes. We're going to run the ball. We're going to take care of the ball, blah, blah, blah. There's just a, they're one turnover piece for both teams. And you saw, I don't, ESPN this morning had Fine Bomb on. And two of the questions. Fine Bomb, you said? Fine Bomb? Fine Bomb. Fine Bomb. Fine oh. Bomb. Uh, Mr. SEC himself. 
And instead of talking about Michigan and like, hey, they won the game and they did this, this, the question was, was this the best game Nick Saban's ever coached? And it's the, the best coaching job. The best coaching job in a game where Michigan just shot itself in the foot over and over and over again. Uh, untimely penalties, questionable play calling. But again, this has been their MO all season. Is they've been very good, but sometimes the details are a little off. Right. They're a little off. And I think part of that is the parody in college football. But also, there's this refusal to accept that Michigan is as good as they are. That they are so good, like a Bama, like a Georgia, that they can make mistakes and still pummel you to death because they're so good on both sides of the ball on offensive defensive lines. I also think that this is the ultimate Jim Harbaugh team. When you think about how Jim Harbaugh has developed his winners, not just at Stanford, Mm -hmm. but in the NFL as well, when Mm -hmm. he was at San Francisco, this is the design he wants. He wants big offensive line. He wants to be able to run the football well. Defensively, he wants a big defensive line that can get after the quarterback Mm -hmm. when they need to. And then he wants a game manager in J.J. McCarthy. It's the exact same thing when we saw the reemergence of Alex Smith. Before Harbaugh got to San Francisco, Alex Smith was talked about being a bust. He was a bum. No one thought he could get done what he needed to get done. He gets into this system that Jim Harbaugh has, and all of a sudden he's taken that next step. To me, I feel like that's exactly what J.J. McCarthy is. And so even in a game where you struggle on third down, even in a game where you have some questionable coaching decisions, I felt like McCarthy did what he had to do to win in Harbaugh's system, which was don't make the big turnover. Don't make the big sack. Don't make the big play that puts us out of position to win this football game. What McCarthy did is he he went out and he managed the game. I agree with you. I don't think he's as good as Michael Penix. But he does a great job of getting done what is asked of him. And that's why Michigan was able to win this game. And when we come back in, what, a week? A little less than a week? If Michigan is able to beat UW, I think we're going to talk about J.J. McCarthy the exact same way. But if they lose, we're going to talk about J.J. McCarthy being the reason that they were held back. Being the game manager. Right. Which is, I said that something about that last week, and somebody said uh, some version of, look, well, he's projected ahead of Michael Penix in the draft. Like, that doesn't matter in college football. The better college quarterback right now, and it's unquestionably Michael Penix Jr., yeah. We will, and we will talk about that game coming up here uh, in the next hour. Uh, but where I want to go next is that overtime period. I want to talk about what Michigan did, what Alabama did, and what kind of led to the the ending that we got in that game. Coming up here next on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Fan. Well, we talked about the Michigan game, Michigan-Alabama game, and we didn't mention maybe the most – crucial part of that game and everyone wants to talk about J.J. McCarthy blah 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 Blake Corum was just a guy that every time they needed something he got it done and unfortunately for Corum he got injured last year and he's lost a gear last year he was special special little man breakneck speed breaking tackles just cutting in inside phone booths just looked like a tremendous running back he reminded me a ton of Maurice Jones Drew uh, and then he obviously has the ACL and he comes back, and he's still really good. Don't don't get me wrong. He's still an NFL running back. He's just not the NFL running back that I thought he was going to be. But they get to overtime, Will, and Michigan goes with their identity. And they get the counter, and they get great blocking, but then Corum just says, 
I'm going to grow man run this. I'm going to break a tackle. I'm going to spin out. I'm going to break another arm tackle, and I'm just going to get in the end zone. And I think that was a, a great contrast between what Michigan is and what Alabama isn't. And what Alabama isn't is the offensive dynamo team that they've been at both the quarterback and wide receiver positions. This is the first time in, what, 10 years that they haven't had a quarterback slash wide receiver combo that went, oh, crap. Well, this is the irony of it as well, because remember, what was the big knock against Alabama when Saban first got there? Was offensively, they didn't have the dudes. They didn't have, they, they had the McElroys. They had the game managers. Right. They didn't have the explosives guys on the J.J. McCarthy. Yes, and that's exactly it. And this year, they have a young quarterback who, look, Milrow could end up being. He could figure it out. I, I'm not buying that stock. If you want to, I would have gone. bought the Jaden Daniels stock sure. after watching him at Arizona Listen, State. nobody was more out of him than the Dusty. Dusty did not believe in him at all. I feel like Jaden Milrow has shown some flashes of that look, being fourth, a potential Look, 431, man, he, man just was a, just yes. slinging that thing. Right. And in the open field. He's tremendous. Right. But Michigan said, we're going to spy. We're yep. not, not going to let you because we know that if we commit the extra guy to you, you're not a good enough quarterback to beat us. And you don't have the dogs on the outside to beat us. Right. There's, there's, no, there's no Jerry Judys. There's no Devonta Smiths. There's no Julio Joneses. None of those guys are on the edge. Isaiah Bond is, is, a, nicer play, is a nice player. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice rapport, Milrow and Bond. But they're not, that's, you're, not, you're not afraid of those guys. Well, and this is why you had to turn on first take or get up, whatever it was, and Paul Feinbaum was on there, and he starts going, well, this is the greatest coaching job coaching by Nick job Saban, by Nick Saban because, because they're they limited at quarterback, and they're limited at wide receiver, and it's like, well, They're limited at running back. They don't have that guy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Alabama is still Alabama, and when Nick Certainly. Saban is there and he has I don't know. This would be a B plus team for him, probably. Maybe a B team. What's His what's B interesting is, is better than most. Twenty four seven sports. They have uh, as far as team talent grades based on recruiting rankings. It's the number one team of all time. Really? 2020, oh, 2023. On the defensive side. Yeah. Yeah. The, the defense is very good. Yeah. And they do have a, a bunch of dudes. And they. Well, uh, and Milrose a four or five star kid. I, yeah. It depends on who. I think he's a composite four, but yeah. he's, I think he's a five somewhere. Mm, but yeah, yeah. Again, they're younger. Yes. The, yes, you're seeing this with with Georgia as well. After putting entire classes in the NFL in back to back years, with the leveling out of college football, this is where we're at. And on that leveling out, Alabama gets the overtime, and the entire series, I am questioning what the hell they are doing. Yeah, there's nothing that they do there where I go, yep. And I, I know you disagree to an extent on the last play. The last play, I disagree. I think the last play was a great call. I think two things happened on that play. It was a low snap, which you saw all game from Alabama center. He had multiple bad snaps in that game. And when that ball came in at a low angle, Jaden Milrow's brain turned off. Mm-hmm. And that, he just, that just play, put his head down and went right in the middle of the pile. That play is a zone read. Mm-hmm. So when you motion that wide receiver across, is it though? Because the the, the, the back's completely out. But it's, by, by the time it's, the ball snaps, he's he's always gone. It's with the jet sweep. What he is doing is he's reading the defensive end. When the defensive end comes through, he is reading if the defensive end plays the mesh point to me looked like it wasn't there. If if the D end comes at the quarterback, he's going to hand that ball off in the jet sweep. They have the edge. It's a touchdown. You think you think he has? You think that yes. the timing's there for that though? Yep. I didn't think that they had it there. 
because it was a low snap. But even even off the snap's good. I just feel like the mesh wasn't. It's what the design. That's what the design of that play. I, is. I, I to me it felt like number one they didn't execute. They did not. It but, was a low snap. But even even beyond the low snap, mm-hmm. I, even if the snap's good, I don't think that mesh point's there. I think they botched that. He might then and then beyond that, mm-hmm. he doesn't make the read, and then number three, he just decides I'm going to plug the hole of my forehead. Well, and that's the thing. He did make. I actually think he made the right read. Because the defensive end does come upfield, so he shouldn't hand that ball off. He should take it. But the way his guard is pulling, when you watch mm. it from the back angle, his guard is pulling to be a lead blocker, not a trap kickout. Milrow runs it like it's a trap kickout. So what I'm saying there is if it's a trap play, Milrow should run a gap, which is where Milrow ran. But the way the guard pulls out and around the edge of the tight end, that looks more to me like a B to a C gap power look. And if that's the look, Milrow should then run to the outside. And if he does, he walks in untouched. And we're probably still playing that football game. Maybe not right now, but I think we're the, going to double OT. I think the bigger issue is is they got to overtime and they did not risk it. They did they did not attempt to go to the end zone. Yeah, they wanted to stay. They wanted to stay they, running. They, they wanted they to stay within the themselves. Turnover. And it's like you looked at it. I mean, they mm-hmm. come out first play to check down for a yard. Nothing vertical. Oh, okay. Second place, the designed run. Milrow goes. They get the new downs. Then they run the 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 dive, and it's stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Right. Then they run the counter, and he is absolutely destroyed in the backfield. Mission gets uh, the big number 55, gets in there for penetration, yeah, and won. just eats them up. Mm-hmm. Now it's a loss of six. Now you're sitting at it, and you go, uh, Okay. Find Burton up the sideline at the loss of six. So you basically you gain five yards. Right. Where they're playing the soft coverage and they're going, we'll give you that because we know you're not going to. Michigan knew Alabama was not going to test the back end. And they kept everything in front of them. They said, beat us. And for, for, for Feinbaum saying, is this the best coaching job Nick Saban did? The lack of risk taking when you know. When you know you are the underdog in this situation, you've watched four quarters of football. You know that you are not going to get another opportunity here. That for them to not take one chance at the end zone in that entire period, I just, I don't know, man. I I get the limitations of Milrow. I get that you don't have the dudes on the edge. I get all of those things. Mm -hmm. To me, while that screams is, you you need to take that chance because you don't have the game breaker. I also think to a degree that you don't take that chance because it's always worked for you. And at the end of the day, they didn't you are take, who you are. They didn't take that chance, right? If Milrow follows his guard, they score a touchdown there. Jaden Milrow did not follow his guard the way he was supposed to run that play. That's why that play kind of worries me. And we'll I'm sure we'll get into it when we talk about the UW game. And the play that they went for it on fourth and one with Dylan Johnson back at quarterback. It's almost the same play. The window dressing is different. Sure. But it is a similar designed mm. play. And the reason I don't like it in that situation, and I like the Milrow one a little bit better, but it, it, there's it one is to, who you are. It's there's one to two options. Yeah. And if both of those options are taken, or if you have a bad snap that changes up your timing on everything. You don't have a you don't have that second or that third option to get the ball out. You don't have the opportunity to oh hey I have you know a 
a wide receiver slant on the back end. So I have a third option if the first two options are gone. Or if it is truly a quarterback keep, there's no one else running, so I have a second option. I'm a big guy who believes in options. Option football has been in football since basically the creation of it. Mm -hmm. People just don't realize that option The football, variations of it that exist now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all Chip Just because Kelly, we're not running a wing tee. All Chip Kelly ran was triple option. Yeah. It was just set up completely different. With an RPO on side of it. And yeah. for me, when you come into these games and you come into the final play, how you don't have an extra option or a third option where you can throw the ball. With a quarterback, as limited as Milrow is, he always, see, at least before yesterday, he seemed to make the big play when it mattered. I would have liked to have seen another option on that. Or with Milrow, roll him out and have a flood concept because you can still run if it's open. And if it's not, one of the other wide receivers will be open, short, medium, or in the end zone. I just don't love that play call. Yeah, and I think it's ultimately where we end up on it. Yeah, just, I mean, and here's the best part. If he follows his block, he scores. And I guarantee you, when they have a meeting... You mean if he Blake Corum's it? That's all Blake Corum did. Followed his blocks. He, well, followed he, he, his, did, he did bounce it outside, but yeah, he, he followed that, that pole. But that's how that pole's designed. Yeah. The, the linebacker stayed inside. Kicks out, and then you get the, you, you get the inside on the safety, and then he it's up to him to, yeah. to beat a guy. That's and why he, you're scholarship. That's why Blake Corum got a scholarship to Michigan, yeah. because he can beat that safety. Yeah. As an offensive lineman, that's what we were always told. If you can get the running back onto the safety, you won. you've you've done your job. And that's what Michigan did. And against Alabama, yeah, the backside tackle or tight end, I, that guy got blown up. <laughs> Still should have been able to score yeah. in a walk-in if he follows his block. And he didn't. Well, it is it is done and over with the granddaddy of them all, Michigan winning in overtime, 27-20. Now we pivot. Washington, Texas. Washington pulls it out. They will play Michigan in the national championship game this week, this weekend. How did we get here? We'll get to that in a more. Could be around Danny Dusty, Tenny the Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina 
the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.